presented by Hooters. It me, Garage Guy, joined with Dale Tanhart, not as freshly shaven, but looking a little bit, a little bit more stubbly. And then we're also joined by a man with great facial hair, a man that has uh, taken the time to make sure that uh, his lip curtain looks swell for the day. It's Austin Dillon, driver of the number three for Richard Childress Racing. He's, uh, y- you're looking good, man. It's been a minute since we saw each other. How? How are things going? And and uh, and you know, are you are you taking the time to to nourish your body uh, with not eating wings with forks and knives anywhere you go? Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I'm kind of a fried chicken kind of guy. I've been uh, trying to figure out who has the best fried chicken lately. I've been eating a lot of it this winter. My wife actually, um, she got into it as well. So she's like, "Look, I'm gonna learn how to cook fried chicken." So it's been it's been a good off season so far, and uh, the fried chicken. What I've come up with there's a, a homemade fried chicken is hard to beat. Um, there are a couple out there. You know, I'll swing through a Bojangles from time to time, get some fried chicken drumsticks and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm a fried chicken guy. Well, th- there's nothing wrong with that. I I grew up a fried chicken guy myself. Um, but this show's brought to you by Hooters. Uh, oh, and so- this is true. Yeah, there's no fried chicken there, but uh, shout good. out to Hooters. Yeah, if you go to Hooters right now, use promo code Garage Guys, you can save ten dollars on any order, thirty dollars or more. Valid at participating locations for delivery and carryout orders only. Uh, so that that's a promo how you, code. How do you order your Hooters wings? Like I used to get them. Is it breaded naked? Is that possible? I do naked. I'm a big naked guy. Um, I, I walk around naked sometimes when I'm yes. alone in my house. Uh, so there's that. But yeah, naked is the way. And, uh, and then I usually will do like a mixture of like the Daytona sauce with like some just normal hot sauce. I'm, you know, I'm from new Orleans. I like spicy food. That's gotcha. just, you know, how yeah. I like, I like the spicy garlic, like spicy garlic. garlic naked. Amazing. And I I'll mix that up with Daytona. I've had Daytona wings so much. Sometimes I get a little tired of, and I'll just switch it up and, and alternate around the menu. The, now we'll say the breaded, just the original buffalo breaded wings are good i was kind of like the first few times i was like i don't know man those are like thick they're really really thick but uh a little fried chicken i think that's you know i used to frequent hooters there for a while and then i got married and uh haven't been back in a minute but i think i used to get it breaded and is there a wet like too is that a option breaded and wet or naked and wet yeah yeah you can i think um i think you can get certain sauces with the breaded that are, yeah. that are i hadn't experimented with the breaded side as much as these are secret menu classic, items, the naked naked I think. I think i think also knows secret menu items Maybe speaking so. of secret uh menu items for a limited time only you can always pair promo code garage guys up with these limited time only items texas style quesadillas the diablo burger chase we got to try that uh, Daytona Beach BLT and Sloppy Joe Sliders. Four new menu items for a limited time only, all applicable with promo code Garage Guys. Have so some more have Sloppy it. Joes. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, that one surprised me. That one surprised me. I love it. Well, um, we 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 discussed that, and now it's time to, to talk with Austin. So we've been trying to make Garage Talk happen with you now for for quite some time. We we've seen you at the tracks. We got to talk, obviously become real good buddies with paul swan uh is he he still in mexico by the way he's an animal he's back um his voice hasn't recovered (laughs) but of uh, course yeah you know he just i love how he just powers through his party like and and continues to social media post even when he can't talk and 
I had a good conversation with him last night. Uh, we were just talking about that. I was actually at uh, Denny Hamlin's last night. I uh, played in his basketball league. I got called in to sub, dropped 27, 10, and 7, very close to a trip dub. Um, wow. And you're a sub? You, you, drop, you yeah. almost drop a trip dub and you're not – what's up with that? You're first round one sub, of the guys? first rounders only. Uh, can, I can only play for the first rounders in that league. So, um, But I have won a championship there. Paul has two in hoop group but we're literally an hour and 20 minutes from there to drive so i mean kind of back down and now i'm just a sub and like to come in you know pinch hit call it the bullpen yeah. and uh perform so that was fun and then we were just talking about that and uh what else did we talk about i think that was pretty much it basketball and his trip to mexico he said it was successful and uh, now he's got to come back and take care of bella so Nothing That's like right. coming back tired and hung over from a, a vacation. You're supposed to be re rejuvenated, but uh, he, he's fine. He's probably in the gym right now. I'm sure he'll oh. be posting his, his like weekly Peloton Instagram story. That dude loves the fucking Peloton, man. Like, he I is, swear, every day almost. He's a peddler. That's for sure. So, you, are you a, pedal, a Peloton guy? I'm not much of a Peloton guy. Um, I did it there for a minute, but I like to play. Uh, sports for working out so like basketball great pickleball is my new thing been playing a lot of pickleball actually going to probably start up a league we got a we got two courts taped out upstairs at the race shop in the uh, big uh, meeting hall so we've been playing a little bit of pickleball there quite a bit of calorie burn actually i've got a whoop band and uh about an hour and a half of pickleball you're, you're born burning up there around a thousand calories if you're playing playing hard i've Dude, never pickleball. played pickleball i haven't either but i heard it's like a huge emerging sport right now and it looks super fun uh, we gotta is. try it sometime you gotta go play it um actually i want to do a charity event with pickleball and they have a place in daytona called picktona and it's like 14 courts half of them are uh inside half of them are outside and it's just this electric factory the uh the, there's a place in when you play pickleball there's this area called the kitchen that you can't go into so when you go to Pictona to play, they have a place you can eat, and it's called the kitchen. So kind of kind of cool place to go and hang out while you're in Daytona. Do they have people that actually serve pickles? I think they probably do serve pickles at the kitchen, um, pickle sandwich maybe. But you yeah. got to be careful. The If you're not ready, the, the older crowd will whoop up on you in some pickleball. How old is old? What's the yeah, older what's crowd? Like, what's, what's the peak? physical like, age of like, pickleball players i went to uh saudi daisy which is where my wife's from for thanksgiving and uh looking for something to do so i went to the park started playing pickleball with some ladies felt good about myself you know beat up on them pretty good i don't think i lost the game and they told me hey you need to go to this convention center they start playing at 10 o'clock over there i'm like all right cool my mom's really into it. So I called my mom. I was like, hey, I'm going to play pickleball at this place. She's like, All right, it'll be cool. I walk in and I'm I'm definitely the youngest person there by probably 20, 30 years, maybe. Um, so I mean 60 looked average age, I would say. And there's probably a wow. seven. Wow. And I'm like, oh man, I'm about to this is bad. I feel bad for doing this. I got so you're stomped. like a mall walker. Yeah, I got stomped. First two games though. Like I I kept going up the net to try and crush them. These guys were just putting them in the corners, just using my strength to get against me i didn't know what hit me i was i was pretty upset not gonna lie i mean i ended up going probably 500 for games but uh yeah be careful if you feel like you're you know don't judge your opponent in pickleball for sure 
I'm looking up pictures. I just had to see some imagery on this. So I'm imagining these like 60 year olds play it. So it's like, it's like ping pong at the tennis court kind of. Yep. With a wiffle ball. With a wiffle ball. You have to hit it underhanded to serve and it has to bounce on each side. Then you can like play it hard and attack. But that kitchen area uh, like keeps you from going up to the net and slamming it. So even if you're super athletic and aggressive, like it's more about finesse and where you place the ball and, um, I've learned a lot about it, but I'm, I'm having fun playing it. Dude, I gotta try yeah. this. I'm watching. I'm watching one of these videos too. That paddle is like insane. It's yeah, such an interesting design. So that line right there. You said what? What did you say that area was? That's the, the kitchen. Okay, what can you do with that? You can you not walk up you can, there? Like, you can only go in the kitchen if the ball bounces in the kitchen. So if you step in, or if you hit a ball and follow through and step into the kitchen, that's the other team's point as well. So you can't be over aggressive and attack the net like it makes you kind of play back and uh it's it's a fun game man you guys have to try it uh there's a there's a new league it's called the ppa and all these people are buying into it actually hamlin told me he bought into it and uh lebron has a team um i think uh what's the dude that owns mavericks cuban there's a bunch of them that are buying these pickleball franchises so wow it's gonna be uh it's gonna be the next thing Pro sports, pickleball. You heard it here. Check out pickleball, PPA. Yeah. They're they're on the up and up. We'll have Breaking to put news. a pickleball channel in our Discord if there's uh, going to be a pro league. Probably could be able to bet on it at some point, huh? Maybe. More than I'd likely. say they are probably already betting on pickleball. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I think I've golf. seen that, actually. I may. I feel like I remember seeing a listing for it, potentially. We'll have to just go drop the 401k on, on, on Denny, Hamlin's, Denny Hamlin's guys at some point. Yeah. Said Absolutely. He, yeah. Disc golf is what I was going to tell you about. So I figured you would have been like the pickleball is a surprise, but I know a disc yeah. golf is another one that's on the up and up right now. That's uh, that they're actually televising. So, I mean, this is basically just the makings of ESPN eight. The Ocho really is what's happening. The Ocho like, is on the way. Mm-hmm. The Ocho is on the way. And, uh, you know, talk about, I actually had a call um, the PBR, you know, so we, I manage a PBR team and uh the carolina cowboys that's been my other like job this entire year was managing the carolina cowboys um professional bull riding team yeah man this is like you have to check it out carolina cowboys on instagram um we had a draft this past year in march and uh snake draft um so i felt like really seasoned in a snake draft we had the seventh uh pick and I ended up uh, trading around and getting this year's world champion, Dalen Swearingen, on our team. So we got two world champions, Dalen Swearingen, Cooper Davis, um, Boudreau Campbell, Mason Taylor, some guys you guys have to check out in Carolina Cowboys. But we, uh, we led the regular season all the way up to the last event and lost the um, number one seed, the bye. Ended up finishing fourth or fourth overall, I believe, fourth or fifth. And um, so – we actually uh, just purchased the team. Um, my grandfather is the owner and I'm managing it and um, we're having fun with that. But I, we're talking about sports betting. This new uh, PBR teams league, the franchise part of it. I'm not the franchise, but the PBR teams is a great uh, avenue for PBR to be finally bet, up, bet on because you can do head to heads with your team matchup. So they're working on that, trying to get it. Um, you know, a company approved to 
set the lines and figure out how the how the, the lines are going to be made. And I think it'll be uh, on all um, gambling pat- plat- platforms. I'm pushing bet MGM, obviously. But, yeah, for uh, sure. I you know. I do remember seeing that because you guys had the you guys had the three car out there and it had the Carolina blue and, and you guys logo and everything. I remember seeing yeah. that. I think was that the beginning of this year or probably at Charlotte. We had it out front at Charlotte yeah. at the track. We had it at uh, Darlington. I think it was at North Wilkesboro. I think it did a lap at North Wilkesboro before that big late mall race. Um, but <clears throat> we have our own event in Greensboro. I was trying to tie it to the Martinsville race weekend where everybody could come to the race and go to the PBR event. Um, but we ended up losing that date. Um, our, our PVR home event, which will be in Greensboro, North Carolina, um, will be the same weekend as Texas race weekend. Wow. I awesome. got to ask what, what goes into to that? Because, you know, obviously like, uh, I think Lane Frost is the name eight seconds, right? Yeah. So my son is like, we, you know, I'm more of the, uh, you know, the Jordans and Vans guy. My, my seven-year-old is a boots guy. He's all about nice. the dirt, 18 wheelers, and he loved eight seconds. So he is, he is a cow. My, my son is a cowboy all the way. So love it. started getting him into, uh, to, to that and stuff like that. So I had no idea that you owned one of those teams. I mean, really, honestly, like I had some other questions, but I, I'm interested and I feel like, you know, um, I, I just, I just want to talk about it. So with you, like, when did you get into this and like how long it has like rodeo been like a part of your life? Like what is the, the, the thing that, that kind of motivated you and where do you want to take this team and, and the entire PBR, uh, I guess, league itself? Yeah. So <clears throat> I think the Western lifestyle, my grandfather, obviously from a young age, uh, took my brother and I out. Um, we had a, he had a place in Montana for a long time. We grew up going out there during the winter time in the off season and riding horses um you know i could probably quote almost every john wayne movie to you that's all my grandfather watched yeah so, um, <laughs> that's how you john know john wayne on all my bios is my hero i've watched i mean countless movies of that so riding horseback the western lifestyle was something that was you know built into me with my grandfather um he'd take us to pbr events when we were really young one of his friends tommy teague owned a, a ton of the bulls he was a stock contractor uh, for the PBR. Um, so we went at a young age and then, um, a guy named, uh, Randy Menard actually, who is, um, one team is owned by Johnny Morris, which is the Bass Pro Shops team out of Missouri, the Missouri Thunder. The GM for them ran the PBR at that time. And, um, he, he was close to my grandfather and the guy that came in after him, Sean Gleason, uh, kind of came up with this entire team's format, right? Um, had dreamed up this idea and uh, started reaching out to people to see if they'd be interested. Came to uh, us with this prospect and uh, my grandfather and I took a look at it and um, kind of didn't know what to feel about it. We felt like it looks like it had great potential. Uh, didn't know how deep we wanted to get into it just because we, it's not what we do. We race. And um, you know, he gave us, Sean gave us the opportunity to kind of come in and manage one of the PBR teams. Um, so there was two teams owned by the PBR this year and the rest were all uh, sold franchises. Six of them sold. Um, you got guys like Johnny Morris who owns one, um, Morris Media out of Nashville, uh, great guy. Um, Egon Durbin, who is, they own Endeavor, which is like UFC, a bunch of different things. I mean, um, big name there. And then John Fisher, who owns Oakland Athletics, 
and uh, Ariat Boot Company. Uh, who am I missing? Um, I think I've got most of them. I'm missing someone. A guy out of Kansas City who uh, started Bad Boy Mowers, bought a team. Um, so they've got a good group of uh, ownership. And so we came in and, and we're kind of the GM, the managing partner for uh, PBR this year. The Cowboys ran it just like it was ours. Um, got to do the draft. That was the most adrenaline I've ever had uh, going in and doing the draft as a GM. So our coach is Jerome Davis, who is an NFR champion. Jerome's awesome. I mean, if you look him up, he's a you know cowboy. Everybody has a lot of respect for. And um, so I worked with him and uh, kind of got prepared for the draft. And I was putting in a lot of time. Like January, this all happened this past January. We went flip in New York City, Madison Square Garden. Um, said yes that we'd do it. We found out what our draft position was, which was going to be seven and eight. They gave the PBR teams the last two picks. And I uh, was kind of happy with that, with the rap, the way it works. And I just started watching every UTB event, which is Unleash the Beast, which is the series they're in right now. It's the individual bull riding. Started studying up, watching these guys, and, and um, they gave us a list of people that signed up for PBR teams. It was about 250 guys. And I was constantly on Instagram, searching all these guys' names, looking at their rides, going over them with Jerome. Um, Jerome, um, really wanted one in particular guy. It was a guy that he kind of grew up, uh, teaching, which is Dalen Swearingen. Well, Dalen ends up winning, um, the finals in Fort Worth. So I parked my bus while we were in Texas, kind of worked out during all-star was their finals in Fort Worth. So I was going back and forth between the track and, uh, the finals at Fort Worth and, uh, meeting up with GMs. Cause the draft was during the week that week, it was on Tuesday at, uh, this place called Texas Live, which is awesome. If you haven't, when you go to Fort Worth, go there, Texas Live. I think it's like outside of Fort Worth. And um, just kind of put a bug in the guy's ear that had the third pick because I kind of knew who was going first and second. Um, kind of speaking of the GMs, everybody knew that there were going to be two Brazilians going, going off the board. And the first American would be Dalen, most likely. Uh, but did, my, did a little bit of research. Um, the coach for the third team wanted an, another guy that he felt familiar with. So I just kept putting a bug in his ear that, hey, man, we can move around on the board here. I give you seven and 10 for three and uh, 14 or three and yeah, three and 14. And uh, I'll give you my third pick, which I had 23 and I'd back to back pretty much in the third rounds. I was going to let him move up in the third. And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want that. Uh, it needs to be these other uh, pick numbers. And I was like, ah, I guess we won't be able to put it together. Well, I was getting pretty nervous about it, which we had a good backup plan um, who we were going to go with at seven and 10. And uh, my grandfather comes up to me for the draft, like zero confidence in me. Um, comes up <laughs> and says, hey, why don't you just let Jerome make these picks? And I'm like, we're going to as a team together, but we've got a plan here. Let me just work on this. Yeah, you and, play fantasy uh, football, not him. You know, oh, yeah, you've been yeah, you're, you're a GM. You're a GM. Yeah, you know how this goes. Exactly. For years now, I mean, my rating on Yahoo was, was like diamond. You know what I mean? And, you're a Yahoo uh, guy? I like that. Yeah. Okay. And um, so one of the GMs from another team comes up and asked, you know, I had a bunch of feelers out there to move around. And he was like, hey, we might be interested in, in trading with you. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, when he told me, that guy told me that, I was like, all right. I feel all right now. I feel like in a, we're in a power position. I, as soon as he told me that, I felt comfortable. Well, um, I told the other GM what was going to happen. I was like, hey, look, the guy you want, he was an o older guy. His name's uh, JRV. Um, he was second in, in that this past year's individual season. 
but I didn't think anybody was going to draft him because of his age at that point. And their coach was older and wanted him, wanted that experience on their team. I said, Hey, look, I think I know that he's going to be there at seven. If you take Dalen at three, cause I didn't want Dalen going to four. Cause I know if he went to four, I was not going to get him. I was going to miss out. I said, if you take Dalen at three, when it gets to me at seven, I'll take JRV. And when it wraps around, you pick who you want. You'll have two picks before, and you'll get the guy that you originally wanted at three at seven with an earlier second rounder. He was going to have seven and 10 pretty much. And that's when they said, no, well, I called it all how it happened. So, well, if you don't pick JRV at three, you got to take Dalen. And then if it comes around, let's talk. Well, the first two picks went off the board exactly like I, we predicted. And then three comes along and they pick Dalen on, and drums like, dang, we're going to miss out on him. And that was, like I said, it's his guys, like his protege. And uh, I was like, no, that's the best thing that could have happened. If their guy falls to us, like, we've got a shot at this. It's, we're good now. If he would have went to four, we had no shot. So uh, the next guy goes off the board that we probably thought, um, Dalton Castle. Um, then it went to five. Uh, a younger guy kind of went. And then I was, you know, if we weren't going to get the trade done, I was looking for, you know, Luciano, which went to six, Arizona at seven. Um, there was a new kid that – killed it at the world finals younger Cody Jesus so I took him because I went over to him I said hey JRV fell to seven just like I said he would you guys want to make this trade and they're like well we don't know who you're going to get it at uh 10 I'm like well it's going to be better than whoever you're going to get at 14 so I don't know why you're worried about it but I walked back over I'm like all right I can't you know make our first pick on an older cowboy at this point I want to start young so we went with Cody Jesus at seven the team, the next team over was uh, Oklahoma City. They had eight and nine. They picked the North Carolina Cowboy, who I was looking at possibly taking uh, Eli Bassbinder. And yeah. uh, I was like, all right, well, missed out there a little bit on, on Eli. And then nine, um, they took an, uh, actually, they took Eli second. They took uh, Derek Kobaba right there. So two guys back to back. But JRV falls again to 10. So now I'm like, shoot. Like I got him again at 10 who they wanted originally at three. So I go over there. I'm like, Hey, look, take it or leave it right now. I got both your guys. I'm good to keep them, but I want 14 and three now. And they're like, and I'll give you, instead of, I was going to give them originally 23. I ended up giving them 26. Um, Master so negotiating. Yeah. So y'all got so, the trade worked out. Yeah, we worked it out. So it was uh three and 14 for seven and 10 and they went from 30 to 26 and I, I went from 26 to 30 we just swapped thirds pretty much and I moved up three and three and uh 14 so and I got the guy one of the guys that I made friends with in New York Mason Taylor um who's like boys with a bunch of the guys on the team so it's it kind of worked all out there and but that was the biggest adrenaline rush last year for me was just I doing bet. all that work in the field two got two you got to draft a professional sports team, essentially. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Like it was. I want to go to one of these. Like that sounds electric. Like I mean, you just you, you got on your cowboy hat. You're in there chilling. Like I can only imagine what this room looked like. I mean, it's like it's an, it's intimidation station. You know what I mean? Like you go in there. That's a tough thing, dude. And so for you to do that, obviously, like it, how how many guys are on a team? You so. Um... We get seven locked in roster spots, and then you have practice squad members that fill out till twelve. Um, but your your main guys are seven of them, and then you kind of fill out the roster in the back with practice guys. We're betting on bulls this year, dude. I can't wait. I can't look up, wait. Uh, 
you can look up the article on the draft. It's it was on Wrangler's website. Just look up uh, PBR teams draft, and it, the first thing it'll say something about trade. And uh, we made the first inaugural trade of the PBR teams uh, wow. season, which was cool. Um, but this is our first year, and next year we start again. And um, you know, I had to work on negotiating contracts with these guys. First time of any kind of contract like that for a, for a PBR rider. I mean, they've always shown up, paid an entry fee, and took home what they won. Now yeah. it's um, now they're, they're getting contracts and it's uh, it's fun, man. It's fun to be a part of learning a lot in a short period, short period of time. It's, it's a lot of work. It's not, yeah. I thought Austin it was going to be a little less. Man. I like yeah. it. Balancing that, man. balancing <laughs> that with a full NASCAR season has got to be kind of tough. And I did want to touch, uh, this was a good season for you. Some, some decent changes at RCR, obviously. Uh, new crew chief, new teammate with Kyle Busch coming up. I do want to know your thoughts on your 2022 season. The win at Daytona was absolutely electric, especially because I had I, I may have picked you to win. It was a great moment. I wish I could have stayed, but the rain kind of oh, messed yeah, it up. But you, but you had a lot of other good runs. Obviously, uh, Fontana was awesome. Talladega, another uh, two second-place finishes at those tracks, made the playoffs. Just give me an assessment of your 2022 season amongst everything you got going on with yeah. the reality show, the bull riding team. I mean, oh, yeah, I forgot Austin about Hill's that. A busy man. Yeah, the yeah, reality show. Stayed busy. Was... Yeah. The phone call, the phone bill was high with the, the PBR team. I'd say that probably took the most time <laughs> in, in the end of it all, trying to make trades and move around. But, yeah, racing, I mean, I felt like our season was uh, – it was. It was one of my better seasons for sure. Um had some some high points, some very high points, and then we took a little lull there in the middle of the season, and uh, obviously to, to win Daytona was huge. I felt like uh, we had probably five or six opportunities to win this year, and we were able to get one of those done, obviously, um, but very close. Uh, I mean, one that burned me was the 600. I mean, we came out of nowhere there, shot out of like a cannon, and uh, – that was one where I wish I could have just, if I could redo turns three and four, I feel like I'd be a two-time Coke 600 winner. Uh, How would you? Great position. I forgot about that. That was insane. That was probably, I think, the most electric race of the season. We had just recapped our favorite races. How would you do that corner differently? Like, because you guys were four wide, you come off a of turn four, I mean, like a rocket, like you said. It doesn't, like, from my view, didn't look like anything was your fault there just an unlucky circumstance. So what would you do different in that situation? Looking back at the tape? Well, I had the freshest tires and the, probably the even amount of clean air. So the biggest thing for me, I was trying to get the lead off of four, obviously to cross the white flag leader. Um, I would have been just a little more patient on my entry. What happens is in turns three and four, Charlotte, the place is rough, rough, rough. I mean, it's like, riding around banging your head getting a concussion every lap there because he, under caution is worse than that at speed it's just you know it's built did you know that charlotte's built on a landfill i didn't know it They're was not. built on a They're landfill not. but i will Pretty say much. that i wrecked within three seconds of trying charlotte on i racing at his house so yeah. i, I yeah it's the same thing yeah yeah it's totally the yeah. same you know? hey, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a tough place man turn three is rough so i mean turn three has these these rumble strips right at the bottom of the track and I drove in harder than I had most of the day because I felt like, you know, when you get clean air and fresh tires, you can do a lot with it. You kind of feel like Superman, obviously, and um, drove in there and my car hit those little chatter bumps. A lot of people call them chatter bumps. I hit those 
And uh, I just lost the car for about a car length and a half where I had to save it. And if I could have crossed those without um, getting on the left rear stop, I think we hit the stops, what happened, um, that we would have come off there with so much momentum. There, there wouldn't have been a shot for anybody to be three wide on exit. I might have been, I would have probably been side by side with Larson if I backed up the corner, um, which would have been fine because I would have had, he would have probably sucked down as much as he could on my door into turn one, but that wouldn't have been too big, big of a deal. I don't know. I mean, we could, it's hard to Monday morning quarterback could have turned me. Anything could have happened at that point. I mean, we, we sent it. it, it didn't work out. Uh, but you know, I just felt like, man, that was one that I wish I could have clutched. I feel like when I'm in those, the, in the position of when I've done a pretty good job in my career, of kind of finishing off races when I get those times, those times. So that was one that, that burned me. I remember going to the lake that night. Uh, my mom and dad's just thinking about it over and over, but cause I mean, it was just, it was a great opportunity. Um, uh, but it was cool to, to be in that position again, to win that one. And then, uh, Martinsville was another good one. William Byron just, yes. had his, that was the only other car that day that had anything for us was, uh, was William, the first Martinsville. And, um, I reached, I chose to restart behind him. I was going to just shove him up the track, ended up spinning the shit out of the tires and screwing that one up. Uh, which I mean, William, he was better that whole run. Um, but we had a caution late to try and make it happen. So those were that the was two a stop that, difference though. Like I, I really feel like that race was all about a pit stop, like a pit strategy. Yeah. And like, I wanted to ask you about Martinsville. So like, I don't think anybody expected to see you running where you were running at that race. Like, like what, what do you attribute a lot of that to? I mean, like, obviously like you got a rock and pit crew, uh, you know, and then, so to come out at a track like Martinsville, to be able to do what you did in that car, when everyone else, like all the big players from Martinsville that were always doing great every year, they, they seem to really be on the struggle bus that night. Like, what was that like being able to run that and being able to put the 24 and the three where they were at for the first time since like the nineties, man. Yeah, that was cool. Um, you know, I think we just hit it. I mean, and, and that was, that was something that's great about this new car is, you know, it's a different guy every week. It's, it's pretty hard to predict it. I mean, you got your guys that are going to show up and run good at certain places. Obviously Martinsville has been uh, actually a pretty good track for me over the years, especially in long runs. Um, I've always qualified like crap there. Um, so if I can usually start up front, it, it just helps me save my stuff or start further forward, which we didn't start great. I think we qualified terrible in that race and we just kept passing cars. We were the only car that could pass. It was so hard to uh, pass that night. It was crazy. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I thought it was a great race. We, we drove up here. Everybody <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, right. It was a, it was went back fantastic. the second time around and we were not as good. Um, just yeah. the track changes. And it was, it was like that, like whatever everybody fought the first race, the second race I struggled with, we couldn't pass. So, um, yeah, we just had a good balance that night and we're able to, you know, drive up through there and ended up, you know, having something to work with. But, um, and then Fontana was so like out of the blue, like, uh, kind of terrorist half the race pit crew was crushing it that day. That was a big help for that. And then we started making our car better, got track position and it all kind of timed out, and you know, made a big run at Larson there the last lap or two off the bottom. Uh, but yeah, I mean, We've, we had some opportunities this year. We were able to get one done. Um, Homestead this year, we were good. That was another good one for us uh, at the end yeah. of the year. So finished pretty strong. Um, some top tens there late that were good. So, and I'm excited about, you know, 
hate that um, losing Justin. He was, he was great for me and a uh, strong crew chief. And now I get to start over new with, with Keith Rodden, but we're keeping most of our guys. Uh, we've got a new engineer, so I'm excited about that. Our first simulator test was just last week, and uh, it went really well. What do you – obviously, Kyle Busch is, has been a huge story point this year going over with you guys, new teammate. It's, it's kind of crazy looking at all this because you've kind of been – you were the young guy. Uh, the younger guy you had like ryan newman as your teammate as like the veteran over the past few years you've kind of been the veteran at rcr which is so weird for me to think about because yeah. i always think about you as one of the young guns but um now that changes now you got kyle bush as the the more veteran voice right what what can austin Dillon learn from kyle bush in 2023 and moving forward and what has everything been like prepping for 2023 with as we like to call them uh kfb yeah, um, it's been great already. Um, we went to uh, Coda together and ran two eight-hour races. as well. It was really one eight-hour race. The first race, we, we had all kinds of stuff go wrong in the car, rebuilt it, and uh, were able to, to get a win together uh, with Sheldon Creed, myself, and Kyle's. We call it the fun run car. We go do it every year with hey. the WRL, the World Racing League, and um, that was cool to go do that. Um, but just spend some time with Kyle and, and how he processes things and his thought processes, uh, from, you know, being at Joe Gibbs for so long and how they do things, how he does things at, at even Kyle Bush motorsports. So it's been good to pick his brain and, um, you know, I mean, he's a two-time champion. Uh, I think what I can learn from him is, is a little bit of everything, you know, try and, um, you know, figure out what makes him tick, what he likes. And I think, uh, driving style wise, I think we'll be more similar than, um, most of the teammates I've worked with in the past. I mean, just talking to him, the things that he likes, I think we'll be able to probably talk about the same characteristics of a car and, and want similar things. Um, uh, but we'll see, I mean, it's early. And, uh, I think the, the big part of that is having Randall back again for RCR, um, you know, crew chief Tyler. So we've got a lot of the same core there and Justin staying on as well, um, to help, um, all of us connect together with Randall and Keith and myself and Kyle and um, so far so good and uh, I think my GM hat from the PBR team definitely helped with Kyle um, when we made the call to, to bring him over to RCR so um, I'm, I'm glad you, you to put, have you put it I in, forgot you about put that. the name yeah. in the hat yeah I remember go. calling yeah him. he like helped recruit him I remember, I remember seeing that I love yeah, I that called, called my grandfather and was like uh, hey uh, what, do you, what do you think about Kyle Kyle Bush coming over to drive. He was like, you think he'd want to come? I'm like, heck yeah, man. He's just about winning races. And uh, same thing you are. And uh, y'all want the same thing, to win and run for championship. And he was like, all right, well, let me think about it. About 20 minutes later, he was like, hey, see if you can put in a call to Kyle and see, see what he'd think. I'm like, all right. So I call him up. I'm like, hey, Kyle, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. Uh, we did. And I said, can you call me? He's like, yeah, call him. And uh, – I was like, hey, what do you think about coming to run at RCR? And it was like the exact same thing my grandpa. You think that your grandfather would want me to come over there? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it'd be great. You guys want the same thing. Let's let's go try and win races and, and put RCR on top, man. And we've got good stuff right now, and we, we need we need you. And it's uh, like, all right, well, thanks for thinking of me. i got a couple things I'm working on, but let's stay in touch. I'm like, all right, cool. And then um, things just progressed from there. I kind of pulled myself out of it after, you know, I, he texted me. He's like, hey, who do I need to talk to? I was like, you talk to RC and Tori G, which is the RCR president. And 
they took it from there, man. Got it, got it, got it started, got the ball rolling, and now I got a got a teammate uh, who's a two time champion. I love that. Love that. Hey, that's that's yeah. that's what a GM does, man. You you recruit and then you delegate. Recruit, delegate. That's Austin Dillon. Uh, Primetime GM right there. Yeah. What is that picture? So this is before we get to Wilman Wagers, I just want to say uh Austin knows a lot about uh, garage guys NFTs. Uh we put them up, we give them the paw for extra energy in the uh, you know, in the pit box. This is uh this is Kyle Scott. This is Kyle Bush with Travis Scott's hair. Um, nice. So yeah, this was created a long time ago. Right uh, I mean, dude, the value on this one is right at a quarter million. Um, so quarter I mean mil? Yeah, it's a quarter million right now. Um, in in depending on what cryptocurrency you use, but uh, yeah, I uh, I have to. I wanted to just say as a welcoming gift to Kyle, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna mail this to you so that you can give this to him. I just want to okay. see that interaction. Get Paul to film it. I just want you to, without saying anything, just hand this to Kyle, and all just right. wa- and walk away. No context at all. He's <laughs> no just gonna context. be like, "What the fuck is this?" All just right, we'll give send, him send it a- over, and I'll I'll make that happen. All right, the Garage Guys NFT, Kyle Scott, one of one. All right, very worried. Don't put it in your computer. Um, all right, so, Austin, it's time. AD3, um, you know, basketball guy, you know, not uh, not, not into, uh, what is it, Anthony Davis? No, not him. He's out. It's AD3 for Austin Dillon. Um, it's time for Wheelman Wagers. Are you ready to to make some bets and uh, and let – everyone in the world tell you this week and see if you can go three and oh yeah let's do it uh, i mean uh i like to put on some bets for red mgm every now and then i'll throw them up on my social media uh i've picked three games three nfl games for you guys know that i, I sometimes i struggle because i always pick my my boys i go from the heart sometimes but i feel good about these three picks that we've got Real quick, and, uh, I have to say, this is the most prepared any driver has been for this segment, and it's now year and a half history. So this yeah. we love you this. Win Go that ahead. award. Yes. You win that Just award. No, I'm gonna have my money on these three picks. So if we lose, we lose together. If we win, we win big together. Ride or die. Let's go. All right. So, um, so are anyway. we let, are we gonna let him take us off? Who how are we well, doing? Because I feel I, like well, he's I, ready, I, dude. I thought Austin was about to just spit him off, but we can let's let's take it one by one. Let, let's quick. do our normal. Let's yeah, do yeah. The normal we'll do our normal jam. I thought we'll Austin was about to be like, bam, bam, bam. That's what you got. And I was like, I was about to be really impressed. But um, regardless, we know you could do that anyway. But let's do our normal jam and start this with Thursday night football, 49ers at the Seahawks. Spread is three and a half. And over under is 43 and a half. What do we got for Thursday night football? So this one for me is, is a home run. Uh, got the 49ers coming in with a strong ground game and they got CMC. Christian is running the rock really well. He fits over there at San Francisco. Seattle just got 200 yards ran on them by the Carolina Panthers, uh, which is my team. So I know that San Fran's going to go in there and do the same. Uh, they're going to cover the three and a half. Um, yeah. Go with San Francisco here over Seattle. Okay. Love that. Love that. Does CMC is, does he wear Levi's or Wranglers? They play at Levi's stadium. So he's exactly. probably brand aware. He's probably got pretty good brand awareness. Um, the real question okay. does Olivia wear Levi's or Wranglers? Mm. It, it is true. It is true. I don't know that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna ask you another bet. All right. So, 
New York Giants and Washington Commanders. All right. The money line for the Giants plus 180. Uh, commanders minus 225. The over under set at 40. And the spread is at four and a half in favor of the Washington Commanders. What do you got? This one is, uh, you know, this is a fun one for me. Taylor Heineken, uh, Heineke, sorry. Heineke? The Heineken. Um, I got to hang out with Taylor when Christian and a bunch of the Carolina Panthers came to the all-star race. Taylor was like the third string quarterback at that time at Carolina. Great party that we hung out with. Monster put on a a party. It was when the all-star race was at Charlotte. He hung with the boys, did everything, had a good time, and super cool guy. Came from, uh, I think his college is something really small. Old Dominion. Old, uh, Old Dominion. There you go. Old Dominion, like, He's just a hustler, played in the uh, – what was the other league that they had? Uh, it was either the – That was the – They uh, had the XFL and they had yeah, – It wasn't the XFL. The X, I think it was the XFL. So he goes in there. Or the USFL. It was one of those. USFL, two. throws a bunch of touchdowns. I think it was XFL the one year he did it. Uh, comes back to the league. Riverboat Ron picks him up in Washington, <laughs> and they're winning games. Um, so Taylor is going to lay it all on the line. They're – tied with the Giants record they've got the 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 current tiebreaker but they're gonna step above that and win this game commanders over the Giants in Washington um they're gonna cover four and a half right yep four and a half so minus 110 on MGM Sportsbook shout out to last me. last one which uh Taylor Heineke was a Carolina Panther I don't know if you remember that yeah, Which he was. Makes me sad, but you know, Sam Darnold playing playing okay right now. Sammy D, take care, looking good. Take care of the ball. Don't hold we your could, breath. We could win the South, but on that note, Carolina Panthers are at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett, I think, sucks. He's a bust. Uh, Panthers are minus two and a half, and he might not even play. But Mitch Trubisky, yeah, I, like I think him. he's hurt. Yeah. Uh, Carolina Panthers minus two and a half at home. Uh, over under is 38 and a half and Panthers are minus 135 money line favorites for the final wheelman wager. What do you give us here? AD three Panthers. Uh, actually I think we took, uh, sorry, I got to re- rewind. I think we're just taking the commanders to win money line. Okay. That's yeah. fine. We got to lay standard. Yeah. 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 Minus so no spread. Yeah. No spread on that one. I don't know. Right. I, I feel great about it, but just money line, but Play here is a spread it. game. Carolina is going to cover for it, there it's Carolina is going to cover at home. They're going to protect the bank. Steve Wilkes said that after their game in the post uh, press or in the team locker room, he said, look, we know what we got to do. When we get home. We protect the bank. I love that. Never heard that saying. I feel like that's worth at least three extra points. So they're going to cover. Um, they're going to run the rock. Pittsburgh is a solid team, man. But like you said, Trubisky's in there. He's going to throw at least two picks. Uh, JC Horn, he's gonna get one balling dude. One is probably, yeah. I, w- I might, I might hit that JC Horn for an interception. Uh, or Jeremy Chin, maybe some Jeremy Chin action. Yeah, CJ Henderson get, too. Yep, CJ Henderson's they're, they're playing good, man. That defense is strong, they get after the ball, and then, uh, you know, the run game, Foreman, Hubbard, they're they're running a lot. So, yeah, I feel good about those three picks. So, you got 49ers. Commanders money line and then uh, Panthers to cover. So there's the three. Uh, I'll uh, I might parlay those three. True, dude. I was right That's about to say the same thing. I the energy and the insight. Austin Dillon knows what he's talking about. Some NFL football bets. So 
I, uh, I appreciate that. And as a Panthers fan, I will be riding at minus two and a half. I love our defense, love our run game. Uh, remember, Ryan Blaney went one and two. Uh, former teammate Tyler Reddick, I think, was the only guy that went three and zero last year. Oh, Remains wow. to be seen on 2022, but uh, I feel good about a three and zero for this weekend, Austin. Thank you, thank yeah. you. That's good. It, so it was your first time on Garage Talk. It was great. I feel like we've learned a lot. Uh, I feel re- very confident. Probably a little more confident than when we had Ryan Blaney's picks. Um, he's like I said, one and two. Uh, you know, two times out of the year. But like I said, you came in this thing ready to roll. So it's going to be fun to see how it shakes out again. Uh, you know, everywhere that you can uh, follow Austin, is it just at Austin Dillon or Austin yep. Dillon three? Austin Dillon three. Austin Dillon three on all social media. You can uh, check out at Garage Guys FS to, to see the betting card as well. If you forget for some reason or you didn't write it down, you, you should have a pencil and a piece of paper with you at, at all times. Uh, in 2022. Uh, so never forget that. But uh, Austin, thanks so much for being on the show. Uh, can't wait for 2023. Can't wait to see you uh, run it back. One, one of the most electric guys on super speedways and uh, so close to the Talladega win. You're the Daytona Don. So I think the Talladega, Talladega might be coming up. I don't know. I we got to make like... it happen. Talladega's yeah. been so close. I've been second and third. Haven't led a lot of laps, so we got to figure out how to get a little more speed in the old uh, number three Chevy when we go to Talladega. I'm not ever worried about speed when we get to Daytona. Daytona just, I don't know what it is. Our cars are fast there. I don't know why. Then we go to Talladega and we're like, eh. And then we figure, we just kind of crowd, figure the it crowd out. energy for the, for the, just for the number for you, it's going to, yep. it's going to rocket ship this year. I'm feeling it. I love it. Manifest in the energy. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. Well, guys, thanks so much again for tuning in and uh, we'll be back next week. Austin, have a day. Dale, go shave your face again. No. See you later. Hey, we didn't Thanks, even Austin. talk about the the amazing AOL Jeff Green slash Johnny Sauter shirt you have on right now. <laughs> yeah, I DM'd you. So I DM'd yeah. you and was like, hey, man, like this is just like the most just wildest. Stuff. I was like, can you ask your grandpa if like y'all have like any AOL jackets like from like the early 2000s? I was like, just by chance, maybe. And uh, and obviously you're busy, whatever, you know, you've been doing a reality show and everything else. So I'm like, all right, fine. So I go on eBay and I see this pit shirt and I'm like, this might be the only thing because you cannot find shit AOL online anywhere. So if for some reason or for some way you end up talking to Papa Richard and you go to the shop and there is a jacket like an old race jacket like this, like holla at you boy, because like I am the king of AOL because my internet sucks. Like I have no fast internet where I live. It's terrible, dude, on the North shore of new Orleans. So I, uh, I had to get this, but yeah, also to the Jeff green, uh, low key, Steve park too. So yeah, I was at that inaugural day when they had the announcement, Steve park, AOL at the, at the current RCR museum. I remember all that dude it's electric but yeah i i feel like the only place i'd be able to find like anything else with it would probably be through you so all right just I'll holler see what I can do. all right i'm yeah, upset I'll send you. i'm upset Skinner, skinner's great too i love mike skinner but when do you see this yeah, yeah you're right mike skinner yeah. is a is a pickleball king by the way he's the one what? who told me about pickleball. Really? Yeah. really wow yeah. i would not have expected that love that he lives at pictona Pictona, dude, That's I badass. can't wait for Pictona. We're dude, we're doing something at Pictona. Mark yeah. it in your calendar. We're doing something there. You we be gotta there. do a charity pickleball tournament. 
have garage guys there live for, you know, pickleball. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Love it. I'm about to start training. Okay. All right. I'm fired up. All right. See I got to go train pickleball. Y'all be good. <laughs> Bye. See you, dude. See you.